In this episode, it's an A1 special as I host two roundtables on the boy band's album Make It Good. Plus, there's your letters in postbag. That's all to come on this edition of the 90s and Noughties UK podcast, a podcast on UK pop culture of the 90s and 2000s. This is Jamie Dyer saying welcome to the show. And if you'd like to get in contact with us, you can. You can tweet us at 90s UK on Twitter. You can email 90sandnoughties at gmail.com or you can also check us out on Facebook, 90s and Noughties UK. So much to fit into the show today, let's start with this week's edition of Postbag. So the question that I put out on social media this week was, what is your first memory of A1 and your favourite song by them? So Hayley says, first memory was when their first single, Be The First To Believe, was out and I bought it. My favourite song is same old brand new you. Michelle says, first memory was being 11 years old, watching Be The First To Believe and falling in love with Ben and his curtains. I love every time since Ben took my phone on stage when it was being performed and same old brand new you as I got to see it performed while it was number one in the charts. Mandy says, Been a fan since I was 10. First time saw them on Be The First To Believe music video on MTV. Since then, I became an avid fan. Bought all the magazines that featured them, even though they were just on the cover of them. Collected all the cassettes and CDs that they have, and until now, 21 years later, I'm still a fan. I first saw them in person in 2012. It was the first concert after they reunited again from 4 to 3. They're the nicest band and they appreciate their fans so much. Another one that we have here says that year 2000 was when they first heard A1 and was kind of annoyed by Ben's voice. Got this crazy childhood thing of getting annoyed randomly for no reason. Then, I just found myself buying all their CDs, listening to it every day and collecting A1 stuff until now. Emma says, when I saw A1 at the Blue Peter Roadshow in Scarborough, my poor dad drove me to the event. A 10-hour road trip with hyper-teenagers and I loved every second. The first time I met them was a signing in Peterborough Tesco. They were so lovely. Lally says, Been an avid fan since I saw their Be The First To Believe music video. Been collecting A1 stuffs since then. Unfortunately, I lost them due to flood. But have started another A1 collection. I have been lucky enough to attend all their concerts here in Manila. One in Love is my favourite. And lastly, Claire says, I remember recording them every time they were on CD UK so I could learn the dance routines to the songs. But my favourite song has to be Like A Rose. I've loved it ever since it was released. Thank you to everyone who submitted to this week's edition of Postbag. Right, this is a 90s and noughties roundtable with me, Jamie Dyer, and uh, we've tried something a little bit different in this edition because the band A1, like many bands of the era, have fans all over the world. A UK band um, with some, uh, some Norway links, of course, um, has, bands, has fans all over the world, including Southeast Asia. And I'm very glad to be uh, joined today by a group of fans. This is the biggest roundtable we've ever done. There's six people with us. Yeah. 
six people with us um, who are going to tell us about their love of A1. And um, in particular, we're going to discuss the album Make It Good. Uh, so, yeah, um, let's let's get on with it, shall we? Uh, so first, um, I should ask you all, really, uh, how did you get into the band A1? Hi, guys, I'm Priya. OK, how I got to know A1 was when I first saw uh, Every Time on TV there were MTV and I actually fell in love with the band and the music. I started following them on the radio and I actually was lucky when I, uh, they came to Singapore um, because I think it was their first appearance in Singapore and that was in Plaza Singapore and I managed to get up on stage and when I actually met the guys, I realized how nice they actually were in person and that's how my relationship with them grew. And I got very lucky because they actually came down to Singapore quite a number of times. And I actually got a chance to meet with them uh, and take pictures with them um, in 2002. And I think if I'm not wrong, it's the Make It Good album. Yeah. That's how my love affair began. (laughs) Yes. Actually, it's the same thing for me. I I was really into MTV at that time. And I saw um, every time same music video and I think what really got me hooked was I saw Ben Adams face and he was like the most gorgeous man I've ever Aww. seen at that time and I'm like Agreed. this guy is, I'm like this guy is so gorgeous like how, how is it possible that there's someone that this is that there's someone this good looking and talented and I'm like okay from now on I'm gonna be an A1 stand well the stand where it didn't exist back then but you know it was and it got to a point that I was the A1 girl in my school you know, like everybody knows I'm the biggest A1 fan in school. So, but the sad thing is because I can't really afford CDs because I have to buy my, you know, I have to buy their music through my own allowances. Um, I had to end up buying cassette tapes, but I do have all the cassette tapes. Well, everything they release in cassette anyway. So, yeah, I think that's when it started for me as well. Uh, this is Risa. Okay, I became a huge A1 fan. It's actually from TV MTV. So their first album is basically, you know, like, be the first to be hit. And then like, you know, these guys are looking like angels. And then when I first saw them, right, it's just like, love at first sight. So I just, uh, you know, follow them on my magazine, CD UK, Pop, uh, Top of the Pop. All Those times in my school days, uh, I paid my money to actually buy all their magazines and CDs, courses, even planners. And then uh, uh, I actually get a chance to meet them. They came to Singapore 2001, but uh, I wasn't able to go. Uh, yeah, so because I was still young. So and then I went to Singapore 2002, and I actually won a quiz. So uh, when buying for the Make It Good album, so we got a private meet and greet and met at, uh, some of my friends, which is still my friends now, so, which is awesome because it's been years. I actually met the guy in person. Then I, my respect for them incredibly raised the bar because they were super nice, hands down. They're very friendly. And they even, my camera went stuck. So uh, Ben and Paul were helping me, uh, you know, with the camera. And then they, when I was very shy, they actually asked me to sit beside them, you know, like make me feel so warm. Like, oh my God, they're just like a friend, not like celebrity. And there's Mark and, you know, and Christian, who's super friendly. They make us feel so at home and interacting with us in every means and every way, even, even now. All right. So uh, I'm Rochelle from Singapore. So um, I've been a fan since 1999, since I watched the MTV. I think all of us begin with the same journey, uh, you know, through MTV. And then we listen to radio shows whenever they come here and showcases. And uh, they've been to a few places. Uh, the first time they were here, uh, they were here. I'm, I wasn't that lucky um, in Plaza Singapore. But uh, in 2002, I think we got lucky because we won the CDs. And um, yeah, so basically when we get to see them uh, in person, not just the voice, not just the looks, uh, they have uh, what it takes to be the true stars uh, in our hearts. Yeah, so they live up to our expectation each and every time we meet them. Yeah. And the special bonding, it uh, goes beyond, um, how do I explain that? 
during the meet and greet, after they left, actually, we were allowed to go into the meet and greet room. So we actually see, you know, uh, we actually took uh, some banners home and then we see some uh, lovely pictures and chocolates left behind. So we don't see that, of course. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, but we took some posters, yeah, home. Well, I first known them 1998-1999 when my sister showed me the album, the first album, Here We Come album. I wasn't really a huge fan of watching MTV. But then when 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 my sister showed me the the cover of the album, and I was like blown away with how Ben Adams iconic hairstyle and precisely and i had this um the first video that i watched was um ready or not and i actually went to their first ever concert here in the philippines i even remembered um i was i i, I thrown a tantrums to my, my auntie so that she could let me go and she could she'll buy me a ticket to to that very first concert and I remember that's the first time I slammed the door so that they will just allow me to 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 go and watch the concert. And I envy all of you because I've never been to any of the meet and greet. Oh, I've never been to any of their oh. meet and greet. I wanted to, but hey, anytime soon. So yeah, that's my yeah. fair share of Ben Adams and the rest of the guys' story. <laughs> Hi, everyone. I'm Luke. Actually, the first time I knew about A1, uh, I was watching the TV channel, the local TV channel, and it appeared on MTV. As I remember, it was uh, summertime of our lives. The first, the first time that uh, get really captured the face, the handsome face was Christian. I'm sorry for Adam's fans, <laughs> but it was uh, yeah, yeah, and. Since then, in, since like 1999 until like 2006. Sorry, who caught your attention? Christian. Christian. Oh. Christian. Ooh. <laughs> Gonna give you a slow clap, girl. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Christian is nice guy. 1999 to 2006, as I remember, all of the radio and then tabloids, magazines all full with A1. Especially with the Make It Good, uh, the cut. I remember caught in the middle, it was like a blast. Every time, like since morning until like evening, 10 times they played it on the radio in Indonesia. And actually liking A1, it was my first time, like I need to sacrifice my pocket money from my parents to buy that. Uh, after that, they came to my country like a couple times, but I couldn't join the the concert and the meet and greet. But two years ago, apparently, I had a chance to join the meet and greet in Indonesia. Finally, okay, oh, I feel so left nice. out. Wow, and feel so left out now. What are you? Maybe one day, one day, one day you'll get it. Don't worry. I'll definitely, ah, yeah. definitely yeah. get it. Yeah. You'll get it. You'll get it once the border is open. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> What I like from A1, they really like to maintain they, their their relationship or their bond between the artists and the fans. You know what? Because I think now A1 doesn't have any cooperate with uh, any like, what is it called? I have a contract with like Sony Music something. They don't have any more contract, right? So it's kind of difficult to, to get the CD or the vinyl, the vinyl mode. And you can just contact them like privately. Mark, can you bring this, this, this to the concert? Blah blah blah. Chris, Chris okay, I will just do the PayPal payment. Blah 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 blah. Oh my God, it's very like to me. It's a very like special privilege. <laughs> do, do you know something interesting? Uh, something interesting about them? Uh, when they were coming back uh, for the concert in 2016, Mark was actually asking me what uh, uh, what are the songs that uh, we should play, and he even asked suggestions uh, from us. And it makes me feel really honored because uh, they actually tell us uh, when, what is their plan of coming back and what is it like, uh, what is the songs that we want to hear them play and sing. Yeah, yeah. very true. Yeah. Mark also asked and, me that. <laughs> and the sweetest things after the concert, they actually thank us. Girls, can you add oh, me on your social yeah. media so that we could help, you could help sure, me sure, connect sure. with them? Sure. Oh, yeah. Please add me on your social media, guys. Sure. I'm begging sure. you yeah, all. Yeah. Yeah. I feel so bad and I feel so sad now. This is very disappointing and this is depressing. <laughs> Don't worry, 
you will get it. You guys gonna talk about make it good, but you guys talking about how you guys talk to them and okay, message them and they reply yeah, on yeah, your own. We're supposed to talk about the album. Uh, <laughs> it's in here. <laughs> I'm not sure if this is not a video. I, I should I should say that has everyone answered that first question? Yeah. Okay, yes. I think we yeah. did. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Yes. I, I think I think we have, yes. Yeah, every yeah. time I turn on the Make It Good album, I feel like very nostalgic, you know. I was like still in junior high school at the time, like uh, my junior high school time filled with heartbreaks, you know, like yeah. That song is a very inspiring. Yeah, and then love fell in love again, and then heartbreaks again. <laughs> How I wish this they could still appear like on CD UK, smashy. It was for the time, magazine. nostalgic. Yeah, it was for yeah. the time. Yeah. Yeah. Miss those times, yeah. man. <laughs> and <especially laughs> when I'm missing you, and what is it called in the middle? Oh, the lyrics is very touching, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah the lyrics is very touching. Uh, make it good. I like. What's your favorite song? My favorite song, right, for mine is uh, Caught in the Middle. Make it good. Yeah, make it good. These are some of my favorite. Yeah. And of course, uh, When I'm Missing You, yeah, that's a very nice song. Yeah. 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 I actually, yeah. yeah, I think my favorite would be Is of the Cheap by Paul. I actually like the feel of the song. And this came in like the Southeast Asian edition. I don't know if you guys have this. I think You're Not in Love was also included in Make It Good. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Not in love, right? But it's not in like the main album. It's like like an additional album, and mm-hmm. yeah, it's like an, another cassette tape for me. But yeah, I, mm-hmm. I think that's also one of my yes. favorites. So just a question, sorry. Yeah, uh, what you make it good uh, for your cassettes, right? Yeah, are they still working? <laughs> are they still working? I'm just, I'm just curious. Are your audio cassettes still working? Yeah, mine is still. Yeah, mine. Yes. Mine is still yeah. working. Ah. I just don't have like yeah. a cassette tape that's surprising, yeah. right? There's yeah. no cassette players anymore. Yeah. Actually, I was just wondering. Uh, I mean, like all of the lyrics in Make It Good albums are very li- relatable to our lives. <laughs> very true. Yeah. It's very relatable with our lives, very and good. there is no no. How can I say? All good songs, all are good songs in Make It Good. One thing I could relate to Learn to Fly at the time because uh, we there was uh, some restrictions. We even uh, tried to sneak out. You know, yeah. to, maybe growing up, yeah. So that's the song "Learn to Fly." Like, so, oh, I need to break away. I need to learn to fly. Yeah, yeah. Actually, during that make it uh, make it good uh, during that album singing, we also had uh, the fan adventure where we meet all the friends, right? And yeah. uh, we got we actually waited for them at the tw- uh, tw- twelve hours at the airport. Because- <laughs> <laughs> and the great thing, right? When the boys actually came back in two thousand twelve, greatest hits after ten years, right? Exactly 10 years. And then Ben Adam actually and Mark said that they recognize us, uh, which I was like, oh, are you sure? And then before they left, right, they give me a present. It's a cookie from Ritz-Carlton. So he said, hey, I got a present for you. I was like, oh my God. That was super nice. I've been mm. close. And Mark shared, the- <laughs> <laughs> Mark shared the biscuit. Biscuits with us. Yeah, 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 that's true. Those memories were really like, you know, like... They don't believe they have like a celebrity. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, did Did anyone see a one live around the time of this album? And what was it like? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We, we did. did. Yeah. We, we did. did. We did. We did. We did. We waited for twelve hours at the airport because uh, we took, thought that it was seven a.m. But it's actually seven p.m. flight. Actually, what happened? I wanted to talk. Wanted to talk about make it good, right? It's because this album, right? Is because of this album that we get to meet them live. Yeah, in person. Mm. We won uh, this uh, contest. It's a private, yeah. private me and great. It's only a few of us uh, who actually were let into the hotel. Mm. My God, can we proceed to second question? Because I'm so, so left out. Whatever you guys are talking about. I feel so bad. Pay me, help me out. I am no, begging. It's Jamie is the one who asked us whether we met any of them, whether we yeah. met them during this period. And so unfortunately, yes. Yeah, unfortunately, yes, we did meet so them during that period. Yeah. yeah. So just a, a little question. Jamie, are you also an A1 fan? Uh, I am, although not quite as big as all of you. <laughs> who's your who's your favorite nineties nineties uh band? Oh, that's that's uh, yeah. That is a que- that's a question that maybe I shouldn't answer. Um, 
what's your favorite A1 song? Oh, yes. Song? I, I I'd, I'd say Caught in the Middle. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Is there any sentiments related to it? Is there yeah. any special reason? Um, well, I like the, the, the sound of it. And uh, I actually saw them live in 2016 during the uh, big reunion boy band tour. Uh, where they were on the bill with loads of other groups. Oh my God, I wish I'm there. That's they, like, <laughs> the show they had, like, um, old, not yes. old, like, I mean, like, famous um, artists from before. Like, I think they had Steps there. They had Five. I, I did watch yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Five. Yeah. I think one of the things yeah. I like about Caught So did you ever dance is still... whenever you hear Caught in the Middle? Do you dance? <laughs> <laughs> oh, when you hear that, you're just gonna start your body moving. I think the, the body will move on its own, right? <laughs> I, th I think compared to their older material, the material from before, it, it's not quite as danceable. Yeah, in, yeah, in I realize that as well. Good in the middle of that, a French version, but I think it prefer the original. Yeah. yeah, but I oh, think yeah, yeah, I think uh, they had a remix for oh, that one. No, make it good. It's a much more mature album as compared to the uh, previous albums. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was really. It's it's something different. I think the reason why yeah. A1 so, fans uh, are like growing with actually, them is because the albums in, grew as well. In shorts, it's like the album is like make it good. It's always advancing, so always moving into the new era. So it's always a make it good step. Like if you listen to the next album after that, it's actually even more mature sounding. So it's yeah. like from it is it is uh, it's very mature from sounding. here we come to the 80s and really good and, and uh, come, uh, waiting for daylight and rediscovered. rediscovered. I, think, yeah. mm. I think but if you ask me my personal favorites were actually here we come in Alias because that's where all my favorite songs were from. Yeah, the Alias yeah. 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 really song yeah as well yeah. really song yeah. make it good I like learn to fly make it good and caught in the middle but mm. I think maybe this the reason why I like these songs is something that was actually repeated over the radio multiple mm -hmm. times so we uh, will actually oh um it catches catches my attention so when they came mm -hmm. back to the concert and the minute they start playing the chords i actually know what they're playing and you can start singing along with yeah. it yeah. 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 yeah the good thing is that okay for our uh, Elise, but yet again, make it uh, Tony, but in the middle because make it good is uh, wholesome, nostalgic because we met them in person. So, so the, the memories, memories are, uh, uh, yeah. and talking about that, I'm so happy that all of them, the four of them, are now back together again. Yeah, yeah that's why I yeah. made it the point to go to their concert last year because everyone was there, you know, everyone yeah. all made it. Back, so. yeah. I remember oh, last time, I remember who cried. <laughs> yeah. When you saw Paul, <laughs> you're so happy yeah. to see the foreigner. Yeah. You know that was a dream. I, I, I cried. Yeah, the fans never, I, never uh, give up. Uh, you know, yeah, we never give up on them. They yeah. always come for in focus. So eventually, especially when they, when they sing, um, hmm. when they introduce um Paul and then they sing um. Don't want to lose you again, something like that. Yeah. That night. Oh my God, that's very. Oh God, I love the bromance. That's very hard. Melting and heartwarming. And the way you see yeah. Ben holding on to Paul Ben. As if nothing changes. I have to say when we're since we're talking about make it good, when you when you actually listen to the make it good um songs okay. playlist and mm -hmm. when you read the lyrics of it, you're gonna somehow get something from it. There is a mm -hmm. lesson that you yeah. can you could get. I have to say, I'm caught up in, in once again, I was fine with these things. I'm caught in the middle a little bit. Um, yeah, that's fun. Um, I'm caught in the middle because, I, you know, uh, most of you have never met before. Most of you have never met before, as far yeah. as I know. Yeah, um, you're in different yeah, countries, yeah. but you all share this love of one band, and you're all talking. And and I'm I as always, I always keep quiet during these things because I I just love seeing everything. Uh, you know, everything kind of come in, and it's it's wonderful um, that you all share this this love for this for this band. Um, it's interesting that you came up with this because it's just. Our sentiments, yeah. JV, you're not feeling cornered, right? About us discussing <laughs> 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 the dreams. Hang on, Yeah, I'm sorry, uh, Christelle, you you were saying. Oh, sorry, I mean, I'm I'm just saying that you know I, I feel like I can't get in a bridge 
uh, a word yes. edgewise, you know, because there's just like, every time we talk about the band, not just, I think not just us, but like the, the general fan base, is like, we revert back to the teenager selves, to our teenager selves, like, mm. you know, it, all the feelings come back. So I'm really sorry if you're yeah. caught up in everything, but it, it, this is just fangirls bonding over something they really, really love. So, yeah. sorry. Yeah, it's, I'm not complaining. It's, it's, it's a, something it's a that don't change. <laughs> it is fangirling time. <laughs> it's actually amazing that we are as excited as, our, as we are. This is after how many years? Since 1999, you know. Over and the assignment yeah. is... Yeah. 18 years, right? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. No, I'm talking about... I mean, like, the band came out in 1999. But the yeah. excitement we are having right now is like as though we are back in You kind of know, right? So, I mean, we are, we are as old as the band if, it, if I'm thinking about it. <laughs> no, I thought we were just in diapers. <laughs> the funny thing, right? About the guys, right? We can just joke anything. We had a very, very funny joke with Paul. So yeah, 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 yeah. We did. It's yeah. very interesting, but so it's not. Yeah, I think this is a show. Yeah, he's always very funny on Twitter and always bonding with fans before he actually like reunite with the band. They have a great sense of humor. Yeah, very amazing. Yeah, one thing I've noticed about all the members—they're very active outside of the band as well, aren't they? Yes, they are. I think the good thing about it is that they actually have talents outside the band, so they can actually show that they are. They are not actually just like a one-hit wonder or mm. they are actually just uh, a boy bander. They have yeah. other talents as well. Yeah. Like Ben actually wrote a musical called Eugenius. And, yeah. Mark was, yeah. and Mark was actually in a lot of... Uh, solo things. Do you want to sing times? Do you want to sing plays over there? Yeah. yeah, and they actually write their... Some of them write their own music. So it shows how multi-talented they are. And Christian is actually teaching. Teaching music. Yeah. Music. Yeah. 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 Songwriting, to be exact. And I think one of the reasons why they're staying, the staying power that they have as boy band, it's um they're very active with their social media. And they they never forget to connect and to reconnect with different um um audience. Yeah. Mm. And last time in the last interview, you remember like Mark had an interview with uh, one of the announcer, right? In UK. Mm. Yeah. He yeah. said yeah. that if we are not yep. making music, uh, if we are not making music now, we cannot like earn as much as before. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Like making the lyrics, yeah. making making lyrics. He said is it was very important. Mm. Is that like that? Yeah. This is something that because of this pandemic, uh, you know, all this show had to go on a standstill. But because I do hope they come back for the concerts, etc. Because this is uh, what they really enjoy, and we enjoy watching them as well. But um, the yeah. virtual concert was amazing as well, right? Online, yeah, they yeah. just had the yeah. virtual concert. Yeah. Oh, actually, yes. oh, I already paid for that concert, but I couldn't join. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> because the roster just put my sudden schedule. I gotta fly. Oh, 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 man. Interesting, yeah. Yeah. Um, we'll we'll bring this to a close. But do we think that the Make It Good album is like the definitive album? Is it like the best album that A One have ever done? Okay, it's, it's, very, one of the best. it's very hard to say. Okay, I'm gonna go biased. All right. Uh, okay, uh, because A1 have a lot of uh, great music. For example, um, I don't want you to hear all this. This song is very beautiful. There's so many different choose one, but this Make It Good album has a senti, you know, uh, sentimental values to us because we met them live for the first time. And we stay good forever, yeah. A lot of memories to reminisce on. And uh, because of them, we got to meet uh, real nice friends who are yes. not just fans. We are friends for over 20 years. In fact, yeah. we found good friends. Yeah, yeah true then. I mean, for me, although 
make it good is one of the um, more mature albums. I think because as I grew with them, I think for me personally, I like their, the uh, the Waiting for Daylight album actually. I, I actually like the songs from there because it's so much more catchier and more mature sounding. And for some reason, it actually resonated with me very well. So, <clears throat> Make It Good was like, uh, if you ask me out of the four, I remember most, uh, it comes under the, the fourth album. Yeah, it's like my fourth choice. And the color of the music comparing with the A-list is so much different, right? Between the yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. yeah. I think, well, actually, I'm going to be agreeing with, uh, I'm not, I don't know, but I actually think that was the best for me because Make It Good was really their transition into showing the fans that we can grow old with you. Like, we're not stuck mm. in this teeny bopper phase. Mm. Like, because, mm. you know, I mean, I don't get me wrong. I love both albums. I love Here We Come. I love the A-list. But mm. I think to make it good and, you know, because I was going through puberty at that time. Like, I obviously, <laughs> I was a teenager. So, you know, the songs were a little more deep. The songs were a little more, um, I, I guess, substantial. So that's actually my favorite album, uh, to be honest. That's my favorite album. And see, my favorite songs aren't even the ones they released. So that just shows how often I listen to this songs. And I even had my mom, like, you know, knocking on my door saying, like, is that the only thing you're going to play the whole day? So yeah, <laughs> it's my favorite mm -hmm. album. And so I'm definitely biased. That's the best for me. Yeah. Well, for me, if you're going to ask me, I think um, I super love all the albums because it's A1. So I really love I love everything, but I super my my most favorite would be make it good not because of um anything else but because of the lyrics because of the list of the songs you like like what I've mentioned earlier you're gonna there's a lot of learnings that you'll get from it. Um, it, it's one of you says that it's very relatable. Um, and what I'm in there. Um, that's that's one of my favorite mu that, That's one of my favorite um, um, album. That's why it's like it's very how to say this. I was very um, when I heard it, when I read, and when I heard that everyone's during those times that when they released the album, there's a lot of um, people saying um, not good things about the album, and um, they're actually like saying a lot of things that is not very good for the boys. And that's very not motivational. So it's like I was like, what during the well, we have to understand during those times we are not really that open in you know transition from from this genre and then changing your ways of singing. Like when when people get used to how you sing, when when people used to see you dancing and you know grooving, and when you started singing something that is very personal and very relatable, you know, relatable in everyday life, they will never like it. Maybe that's why, but make it good. It's yes, it's a transition, and I remember uh, it's a quick sharing because we're closing. <laughs> I remember when when um where was it? Uh, I remember when when they released the Make It Good album. <clears throat> Every time I'm feeling something, you know, when I'm feeling whatever emotions that I'm feeling, I will just go back to the album and listen to it. Like I keep on listening from that album, and maybe, maybe I, I, you, it may sound crazy, but I even remember, I even remember before, Lord, I'm gonna love this boy band simply because you are talking to me through their songs and through that make it good album, and I was like, really, yes, super love it. Go A1 fans. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <Go. Yeah. laughs> That you actually leave a lot of memories for us. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that is a wonderful sentiment on which to close. Um last last thing, um just tell us what your favorite song is from the album. Caught in the middle. Can you sing it? <laughs> I'm so sorry. That's very fast. Now, so I'll sing caught in the middle because right now I'm just caught in the middle. There's so many songs that I actually love. So I'll just choose if I just want just caught in the middle. Caught in the middle, yeah. <laughs> I say, I'm going to go off on the limit. Isn't it cheap? Isn't it cheap? See. Yeah, that's my favorite. I, I like Isn't the vibe of that song. Do you remember one last song, Let It Out, Learn to Fly? Yeah, I remember the fever. Oh, oh, sorry, I have, that's one fever from Make It Good. Her. And <laughs> the Cherish This. 
Yes. And then yeah. after that second, I, I love One in Love. That's a very, a very timely song for this pandemic, One in Love. And then lastly, yeah. I have to sing it, no. And lastly, <laughs> I like the Armour song. It, it, it's hopeful. Armour song, it's very hopeful and it's like someone's backing me up and someone's fighting for me when, oh. when I, I'm hearing that no. song. So I, yeah, it's very hopeful. You should... When you're down, especially you, when you're down and when you're confused, just listen to that armor song, and then it's it's very uplifting. Armor, I love armor. armor yes. And you can dance. Yeah, yeah. It is that's the latest single. Yes. Yeah. yeah, armor is very good. Actually, uh, from uh, Make It Good, right? Uh, the song "Here Comes the Rain" is just very beautiful. And when you listen to the song, right, rains just just appear. It's like wow. <laughs> oh my god, no, uh, you should play it. I play that. Here comes the rain, I cried. Here comes Why? the rain. So really yeah. <laughs> oh I think the best thing is to play Here Comes the Rain and then you play Walking uh, walking in the Rain. Afterwards. Walking in the Rain. You know? Yeah. Yes. So you get the rain and then you walk in it. That seems like a, a good place to, to stop there. But thank you so much uh, to you all for taking the time out. Um, to talk about this because uh, you know I, I love I just love seeing all the fandom you know I love seeing everybody kind of connect over one one thing <laughs> thank so no, you thank you it's another 90s and noughties round table and this time uh, we are going to be discussing the A1 album make it good and I'm sure all things A1 over the course of uh, the next 25 minutes or so and uh, I'm joined by two massive A1 fans Donna and Haley. thank you for joining us today um, and if you're thinking this sounds familiar Yes, we have already done it, but uh, this is with UK fans this time. So, Donna, um, start us off. How did you um, how did you get into A1? Uh, well, I came to university at Staffordshire uh, back in 2000. And at the time, A1 were at the top of the charts with the cover of AHA, Take On Me. And me and my friend, my housemate at the time, really liked the tune. And then they were on tour. And it just so happened that they, one of the tour spots that, that they had was Victoria Hall, uh, which was in Stoke-on-Trent. So we decided that we would go along because we liked the song so much. And uh, we used to watch it on CD UK every, every week that we would, if the tickets were no more than £15, we would go and see them because we, we only liked the one song. Uh, we went along to the Victoria Hall and the tickets were £15. So we ended up buying two tickets and we went along to the to the tour and absolutely fell in love with all of their songs. And uh, from that from then on, we I've always been a, a, a devote, a1 fan and, and have gone to several concerts, bought their albums and and merchandise, and and that's how I en- ended up <laughs> becoming a fan. Yeah, that's that's a, a wonderful story. What about you, um, Ailey? All I just want to say, Donna. I mean, fifteen pound. Okay. <laughs> I mean, that's a bargain, isn't it? If only it was still like that now. <laughs> I know, quite. <laughs> Um, so I have been a fan from the very beginning. I remember hearing "Be the First to Believe" and and seeing the video, and I just thought it was brilliant. And I I went out and bought the singles straight away. So I've literally supported them from the start, um, and they were my first concert. <laughs> and so I went on the same tour as you. And that, that was the first concert that I went to. So, and I've told them that when I've, I've met them at the meet and greet and that. I said, you guys were like, my first concert. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, I I mean, I've seen them a couple of times, like over the past year. Like, because do you go to the re- reunion shows, Donna? Yes. So I, I went to the reunion, the big boy, was it the big band reunion? Yeah. Uh, yeah. They did with Steps and stuff. Yeah. And I also went to the one more recently that, um, like, the end of, uh, was it the end of last year, beginning of this yeah. year? I can't That's remember. Uh, that I went to that one as well. 
the one that, like with Paul, with Paul back with them. Yes, same. With Paul back now in the fold, yes. which is brilliant. Wait, which one did you go to? Um, I went to the Manchester one. I went to Birmingham. I wanted to go to Manchester, but in the end, went to Birmingham. So <laughs> the, when I originally the saw them, yeah, I, I ended up then spending uh, all of my student loan buying stupid just 17 magazines so I could get posters <laughs> I used to do the same I used to get up buy all of them like smash hits and all everything yeah. put the posters up um have you seen them on the boys are back tour which is obviously the like the tour that they won just before COVID happened yes like, yes yeah I did as well so yeah yeah um, so- I, I had a couple of extra dates scheduled, but obviously they've been postponed to February. So obviously, if obviously it all goes to plan, I that'll be when I next see them in February. So yeah, I actually saw them three times last year because uh, I saw them at Trentham Gardens. They did um, Trentham Gardens did a brand new festival. Uh, yeah. I can't remember what it was called, but uh, they were part of that. So I saw them at them. And then they were part of uh, an 80s and 90s festival. Um, oh, cool. I, I did see that on, actually. That did look really Leicester good. Leicester, Leicester yeah. something, something like yeah. that. And I went, sure. We, I, my uh, husband bought me tickets for that for Valentine. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, because um, it had A1 and also my other favourite band, which was E17. So oh, nice. they were both <laughs> they were both playing at the Aww. same concert. So he bought me Aww. tickets to that. So uh, so I saw them three times last year, cool. which was pretty cool. <laughs> I saw them obviously last November on, on that reunion show in Manchester, and then the tour they've just done. Well, like were in the middle of doing them when everything happened. Um, on the boys are back tour so i saw them i went to two dates but i had like another um two or three scheduled to happen but obviously now it's been pushed back and some of the new dates i can't go to so i'm just going to probably go to one maybe two new one in in in, Feb- in february one for sure it's it's whether the other one I, I decide to go to or not as well so got that to look forward to at least if it happened to everything so we shall see uh in this particular round table uh, obviously in the previous one that we did uh with the fans in southeast asia we covered the album make it good now i am conscious that the listener uh this will be included in the same episode might not want to hear too much of the same thing but um tell us uh, kind of your memories of of make it good when did you discover it and what is like the one track on it that kind of stands out to you um i'll let Haley go first on this occasion um i would say uh, well i i knew about it when it, they were due to release it obviously yeah. at the time um i mean but it is a really good it's a, it's a it's very underrated i don't think it was appreciated as an album personally because it they they also had that more mature side they had that egg that edge to it because obviously it was that bit of a step, more mature pop it's still pop but obviously that bit edgier mature pop i the whole album i mean it it's got it's got you know it's every track's different in itself um so i haven't really got out as such they're, they're all different in their own ways but there's so many to mention like isn't isn't it cheap is it's great um obviously caught in the middle um it's obviously just awesome um make it good itself as well is i but again i just feel that they weren't um especially make it good the song wasn't appreciated at the time and it is it is a really good track and like I said I, I think it's quite sad actually that at the time it, it felt like it it was overlooked that that's what I that's that's what, how I feel in regards to it so I I, I would agree it was definitely a mature a, a more mature sounding album yes. for, the, for the boys um the album before that was the A-list and yeah. that was definitely more of a poppy vibe. It was, um, yeah. More of a kind of steps feel to it. Yeah, um, yeah. And th- this album, the Make It Good album, 
definitely showcased more of their songwriting abilities. Um, they obviously play instruments on all of them, but again, it's definitely more mature. And um, again, I would agree, definitely underappreciated. Uh, they did have an, a couple of, uh, I think, number ones from it, but... Um, my favourite track is Caught in the Middle. I think uh, I think that's a brilliant track and it, and it was a number one. Um, so that's, you know, um, that's my favourite one. Um, I didn't feel that there were any, uh, I think the phrase is they're all killer tracks, there's no fillers. <laughs> like exactly. I thought there was, with the A, the A list, um, I didn't, there are a couple of songs that I skipped uh they're not my favorites but with make it good i put it on and i can listen to the whole album without wanting to miss any of the tracks exactly yeah yeah definitely yeah i i definitely concur about caught in the middle i mean that is such a, a great track the way that it builds up at the beginning and it's a lot more mature make it good is almost like a transferring song from the pop into the mature because we start off with that very kind of boy bandy harmonies uh, and then going into something um, into something different, which uh, which is uh, interesting. Now, um, did we did any of us see the band when this album was released? I did. Yes, I basically saw them literally. Um, well, it was after Paul had left, um, and it's literally white. Near the end, um, before she they, they took their it went on high hiatus as they call it now. Um, basically, we're actually saying that no apologies. I planned to see them, but they 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 cancelled due to illness. I was meant to be seeing them in Manchester um, on the Smash Hits tour, and I actually went there to see them, but unfortunately they cancelled. So no apologies. I didn't actually see them when make it good was out i saw them beforehand but no obviously i would have done but obviously they unfortunately cancelled the um they pulled out of the show that i i was meant to be seeing them at sadly so yeah that must have been gutting i was gutted actually yeah i was but every every cloud um i always remember that busted were there and they made up for it so <laughs> so that's, that's why I'm looking at it now. That's why I'm looking at it. So it's busted there. <laughs> well, there's every cloud. <laughs> every cloud. Yeah. On the following tour, the tour that you did see them at after Make It Good, did you notice any kind of difference live to before? Did they make more of an effort perhaps to, to come across as more mature or was it kind of a mixture? Um, for me, because um, when was it? Because obviously it was basically when they did the big the big reunion, like like we were talking about with like obviously um, the other bands, you know, when they that so that was when I when I, I saw them at Butlins, basically on on that tour. Um, it was a bit of a mixture, really. I mean, yeah, you obviously there was obviously signs of obviously being older anyway, but like and showing that bit more mature side because obviously they weren't like young lads anymore, like they like they were. Um, so I would say a bit of mix that you know, there was that mature side, but then they still had like the the um, fun bouncy, but you know, like the um, the um, dance routines and whatnot. So yeah, I I I thought when I I saw them that. Um, the transition between between the albums was that they they didn't do their routines as much as they used to. No, so before they would do whole songs and they would do a routine for the entire song. Exactly. Yeah. But this time they would only do it for like like the chorus. And and then the rest of the time they would just be bobbing about on stage doing their own thing. Um, yeah. Or they would be playing instruments more as well uh, on stage uh, rather than doing the the the, the dance routines. Yeah. And they weren't um, as coordinated in their clothes as they previously. No, did. no, no. Uh, which which was a distinct change. They tend to make a joke now about the dance routines. They'll, they'll be like. 
oh, we've got to try and dance now and see if we see if we still can and like kind of thing. They make they make like a bit of a joke about it as well, which I think is sweet, bless them. So yeah, yeah. I mean, they have aged really, really well. Um, when I when I went to the eighties and nineties festival, one of the other boy bands that was there was oh, and also on the the reunion tour was nine one one and they have not aged very well bless them uh, and they still try and do the hardcore yeah. really you know the dance routines i know they do yeah. bless them um but they will have have been really lucky in that they have all aged really really well and yeah. they still still look pretty very similar to you know 20 years ago which is mad i mean um ben in particular still looks really baby faced and uh, he does and he's lost a lot of weight recently because he um he felt he was getting podgy i think because he, he then went on a massive uh weight loss and and really toned up and he looks really really well for it um so uh yeah so they all look um really well to be fair i think the the lack of dance routines thing that we're talking about i think that's quite unless you're like steps where your dance routines were like half of the act then i don't think a lot of them have have really bothered with it i think i've noticed that with with five you know um when i've seen five live um <laughs> five live sorry although <laughs> well, Although there's only uh, three of them now. Yeah, there's only yeah. three now, definitely. Yes, yeah, three. Yeah, well, I remember um, sitting in the, the arena at Brighton and uh, a voice came over the tunnel and went, five, and a girl behind me went, three. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Yeah, that was uh, that was that was interesting. So this um, this A one album, make it good. Do we think it is like the definitive A one album, or are there better albums out there? The the younger Donna would would like uh, the A list uh, because of the upbeat tunes that are on there, but the approaching 40 year old Donna <laughs> really does enjoy the the kind of the the more acoustic kind of side yes make it good yeah and, uh you know caught in the middle and that kind of that kind of sound that that is um it's more of a classic band sound as opposed to the kind of manufactured pop um sound that they had in the in the previous kind of albums uh you know right back to the first one um yeah. first to believe so uh yeah i i would definitely say it is the better of the albums to be fair in regards like obviously that mature so i said it kind of depends what mood you're in i suppose you just want like light-hearted like um bouncy pop then obviously then you put like the earliest stuff on and if you feel like you know I'm going to move for like something a bit, you know, mature, a bit more chill because it's more, it's very chilled. I'd say that it was, it's quite a nice chilled album. And if you're in that kind of mood, it's just nice to, to put that on and listen to. So I, I, I just really say it all depends on your mood at the time, what you feel like really, because they're all different in different ways. And, you know, it just depends how you feel, what you want to listen to at the time. That's a nice thing actually, because I think we, um, certainly music, fans or or non-fans of pop music so people that don't like pop music think it all sounds the same think that every album is the same uh every um every album is is like a carbon copy of the previous one and it's literally all just manufactured um as uh, a fan of also a fan of the band boyzone knowing that every album changed from the previous one and seeing that change and and obviously with a1 they've had exactly the same thing uh there are bands that um that we could name that i won't that obviously remained the same and like you say because there is that variety there it really depends what mood you're in i mean i i have to say that seeing them on the big reunion boy band tour i was waiting for summertime um and then I think they they in between the music, I think they they kind of sang the chorus and said you'd really like that one, wouldn't you? And then went on to something else, 
which I was mildly disappointed with. But, you know, maybe uh, maybe they realized that um, people were more into, you know, more into sort of the other songs because that's one of their earlier recordings. Sounds like they, they did like a medley and they, they do seem to do that quite a bit now where they like to do like a medley of a couple mixed in together. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, there we go. I'll, I'll draw it to a close. Now, obviously, we, we said that um, you said that you were hoping to see them very soon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, are you are you excited for that? You know, because you've probably seen, you've seen them loads of times. Do you still get excited about going to a, an A one concert? Definitely, I would say I am excited, but at the same time, I'm kind of like I don't want to build my hopes up because it's a situation. So it's probably going to get. I can't really get excited for it, and so I know it's because it's like we don't know. It's the unknown at the moment, isn't it? So if I knew it was definitely be happening, happening, I'd be excited and I'd be really looking forward to it. And um, just because it's it's really nice experience all in all because what I tend to do is I'll I'll go to the gig but I'll stay over and it, you know I get so I get on my trip and I get to I get to get the get to go to concert and I get I get a nice trip away and then it's a nice little break and you know it's all part of part of it if yeah that part of the experience so, yeah part of the package and experience for sure yeah it doesn't matter if it's a one or I've gone to see concerts with my mum and so I've gone to see Barry Manilow and it it, live music whatever it is the atmosphere is just amazing and electric and you just can't beat it Um, so whenever you've got something booked in you know it is always the the excitement of it coming up um, is just brilliant because seeing them in person you know having them sing that live that you've listened to thousands of times on a cd you know the words having being in a room where the one common goal is that everybody's enjoying themselves and enjoying the music it's just fantastic it is i mean a lot of people say to me oh what do you do what do you like doing what are your hobbies and i'm always like concerts i, I just love going to concerts it's it's just a really really big hobby of mine it's something I love to do so yeah yeah I would like to go and see them they're quite um they do quite a lot don't they in like Norway uh because obviously Christian is from there so I'd I'd quite like to go over to Norway and actually see them in I I actually were myself and I've been I've been to I've traveled over to Norway for a concert before not not a one but um for an artist and the, that experience in itself was lovely and it was great to see Norway and it was in the winter so the snow it, it was beautiful so um I certainly wouldn't say no to doing it again and like you said to see them to see them in a different country and to see what the atmosphere because obviously I've been it's completely different to what we are as fans as well I can imagine them being a bit more calmer than us and like a bit more chill and relaxed than we are <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like another level down from from the fans that you spoke to last time mm-hmm. another step down from us definitely, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> yeah well i hope that you both get to see them very soon and, and just concerts in general really um yes. yeah last last question here um the make a good album one track from it what do you choose uh, this is actually my standout, my, as well as Caught in the Middle. Um, my standout is Cherish This Love. I just love that song. And, and it's Ben Saylor. I mean, it's like nothing to do with that at all, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Learn, Learn to Fly is a very good song. Um, it is, yeah. The uh, Caught in the Middle, but um, yeah, Learn to Fly is, 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 is um, yeah, I do like that song. Yeah. Um, I have to say, I'll, I'll give Do You Remember a mention. I think that's a really good song. Well, there we are. Um, I would have said <laughs> caught in the middle. I would have said caught in the middle. Um, I did last time and I will this time because I, yeah. I just love it. Brilliant. So, it's flawless. Yeah. 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 It's flawless. It has been very well put together and written, to be fair. It has, yeah. And, I, I mean, and the music video. I love, I love the music video as well. Again, with the snow, it's lovely. So, yeah. Yeah, well, I'd like to say thank you very much, Hayley and Donna, for joining us uh, on the uh, 90s and Naughties Roundtable today. You're welcome. No worries. Take care. You've been listening to the 90s and Naughties UK podcast, a podcast on UK pop culture 
of the 90s and 2000s. This is Jamie Dyer saying thank you very much for listening. And if you'd like to get in contact with us, you can tweet us 90s Naughties UK on Twitter. You can email 90s and Naughties at gmail.com. You can also go to the Facebook page, which is just simply 90s and Naughties UK. You can also um, rate, comment and subscribe on your favourite podcast provider. From me, Jamie Dyer, thank you once again. See you on the next episode.